Hello and welcome to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure you do so you never miss an episode. If you're a first-time listener, please note that this podcast is not meant to assess, diagnose, or treat narcissistic personality disorder. My intention for this podcast is to provide some insight and encouragement to those of you who exhibit narcissistic tendencies so you can start to break some of those negative patterns of behavior and live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. Today I would like to speak to you about maladaptive behaviors. Maladaptive behaviors are actions that prevent you from adapting, adjusting, or participating in new or difficult circumstances in your life. It is behavior that prevents you from making adjustments that are in your best interest. You may engage in this behavior in order to avoid or relieve stress, but often this behavior will have the opposite effect. These behaviors may actually be disruptive and increase your stress and anxiety over time, and may lead to emotional, social, and health problems. Maladaptive behaviors can begin after a major life change, traumatic event, or they can be a habit you picked up at an early age. You may have learned dysfunctional strategies to help you cope with feelings of stress and anxiety and are unaware that they are actually not good for you or those you love. You may have become so accustomed to acting a certain way that it has become a habit. Studies show that on average, it takes around 66 days to form a habit. So if you engage in behavior in order to avoid confronting how you are feeling, or to avoid an undesired outcome, you may gain temporary comfort, but may possibly be engaging in a self-destructive behavior. We have all reacted to perceived negative situations in ways that may not be good for us. The problem is that maladaption will occur when you continue to repeatedly respond in the same way. In the long term, these behaviors only provide short-term relief and may mask a deeper issue that if left unchanged can lead to a self-destructive pattern of behaviors. My hope is that by becoming aware of this, you can identify any maladaptive behaviors you are exhibiting. A few examples of maladaptive behaviors are avoidance, withdrawal, passive aggressiveness, outbursts of anger, and substance abuse. I find that individuals with narcissistic tendencies often engage in the maladaptive behavior of avoidance when dealing with uncomfortable situations. For example, you may not handle failure very well. The thought of failing may make you extremely uncomfortable and even anxious. You may have learned to correlate failure with rejection and abandonment. In an attempt to avoid these feelings, you may begin to avoid situations where you may fail. Instead of sharing how you feel about failure with someone you trust and normalizing these emotions, you may begin to act out in negative ways as a result of these feelings. You may begin to project the opposite of how you feel and avoid showing any vulnerability at all. Another example of avoidance is procrastination. For example, you may procrastinate in taking the steps needed to improve your relationships or to improve your overall sense of happiness and fulfillment. 
You may avoid this because of the discomfort that coincides with growth and change. And you may fear that even if you try, it won't help. It's important to remember that if you are listening to this podcast and identify with having narcissistic tendencies, it is possible and maybe even likely that asking for help or admitting that growth is needed isn't easy. So great job for being here and challenging yourself to consider which maladaptive behaviors you may be engaging in. Another way you may procrastinate is by putting off having a difficult yet needed conversation with your partner. Without realizing it, you may feel so anxious and distressed at the idea of failing or being rejected that you would rather not try at all. It's important to recognize whether or not you are engaging in maladaptive behaviors that are leading to destructive patterns in your life. For example, if you avoid arguments or difficult conversations, you will never learn to have a constructive disagreement. If you haven't listened to my episode about how to constructively disagree with your partner, listen back. The episode is called How to Have a Healthy Argument. Avoiding all arguments is a maladaptive behavior which may lead to difficulties in communicating with others. Arguments do not always have to lead to fighting and disconnection. An argument can be constructive and lead to both parties being happy through resolution and compromise. It's necessary to learn adaptive behavior so you can successfully manage the demands of daily life. Adaptive behaviors are actions that help you change your response to make the situation more positive. This is behavior that you choose in order to solve a problem or minimize an unwanted outcome. One way of identifying if you are responding with maladaptive behavior is to identify what you are feeling. For example, if you are staying home and avoiding socializing with others, ask yourself why. If it is because you are tired and want to stay home for self-care, then this response is adaptive. However, if you are staying home and withdrawing because you feel your partner was insensitive to you somehow, then you are engaging in the maladaptive coping mechanism of avoidance and passive aggressiveness. This can lead to the start of a negative cycle that if left unattended, will harm you and your relationships. Another example of maladaptive behavior is anger. Anger is a basic emotional response that is necessary and important because it alerts you to injustice and unfair treatment. But it does have the potential to become maladaptive and lead to dysfunctional behavior and outcomes. Anger is often confused with aggression, so it is important to distinguish the two. Aggression is a behavior which is intended to hurt another person or thing. It can be direct or indirect, and physical or verbal. Anger is often the cause of aggression, but aggression is not always motivated by anger. For example, you may be aggressive towards your coworkers because you are competitive, and not because you are angry at them. Anger, on the other hand, is a feeling state, like sadness or fear. It's associated with having your goals blocked and includes a desire to lash out at the people or things that block those goals. Anger can become maladaptive when it is experienced too intensely or for too long, or when it leads you to engage in negative behaviors because of it. Another example of maladaptive behavior is substance abuse. 
substance abuse can lead to addiction, which will have a negative and unhealthy impact on your life. A person may use prescribed or non-prescribed drugs, alcohol, or a combination to numb anxiety and stress. As with other maladaptive behaviors, the goal is to create a false view of life where their problems and issues do not exist. My hope is that by hearing these examples of maladaptive behavior, you can take a moment to reflect on any maladaptive behavior you yourself may be engaging in. Life can truly be a wonderful experience, especially when it is shared in a loving way with the people in our lives. When we are unable or unwilling to acknowledge the negative behavior we engage in, it is not only the people we love who suffer, but we ourselves also miss out on living a meaningful, fulfilling, and worthwhile life. Most often, we are unable to see how our behaviors are affecting those around us, especially if these are deep-rooted behaviors that we have engaged in for most of our lives. You may reflexively respond in ways that are damaging, because this is all you know. It's important to realize that there are healthier and more productive ways to respond to life's challenges. I know that many of you who are listening tend to be very self-directed and self-reliant. I want to challenge you to be open to the idea that maybe there are some maladaptive behaviors you have been engaging in that you're not aware of. Give this topic some thought, and again, great job for being here and listening. I hope this message finds you well today, and as always, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry, and until next time, see you soon.